Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Welcome to the latest edition of the McKnight's Newsmaker Podcast. I'm McKnight's Executive Editor, Jim Berklin, and we have an outstanding edition for you today. I'm here with Nancy Williams, the Chief People Officer at Loretto, the fourth largest healthcare provider in central New York State. Loretto's 2,500 employees serve approximately 10,000 people in settings ranging from skilled nursing to assisted living, rehab, and more. And with today's focus so strong, and rightfully so, on workforce development and employee relations efforts in long-term care, we're actually here talking to Nancy about her newly added role as the leader of Loretto's new Learning, Development, and Employee Experience Department. So first of all, welcome, Nancy. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And, you know, if it's okay, I want to jump right in because, again, staffing and workforce development issues, I mean, that's number one on everybody's mind, as we know. And I really want to know about Loretto's new program. You've gone through some transformational changes in your human resources department. What do you think is the most significant and why? Sure. So in our human resources department, we continue to evolve and develop and focus on the traditional aspects of human resources. But in addition to that, we're really casting a wider net right now, uh, focusing on employee experience, employee engagement, and the needs around learning and development. The way that we do that, though, is really to have a great finger on the pulse of what's going on with our workforce. So working collaboratively with them and really understanding what their needs and wants are, that's really been a great help and assist to us in aligning resources and determining what are the best ways to support those efforts. All right. Now, can you explain how the learning development and employee experience department that you guys have devised is different from a typical human resources department? And how do you think this is going to set you apart from, say, competitors? Yeah, it's a team. We have a team of really highly talented and dedicated people that have been working in roles that support those efforts, learning, development, employee experience, retention. But what we've done is brought them together and really aligned their talent and their efforts and done it in a really strategic way with the support of our organization, with our CEO, our executive team, our leadership team. And it's yielding great results. The fact that they've come together and really brought innovative and creative ideas forward, at the same time partnering with our workforce to implement things that they're identifying as being really important when it comes to experience and engagement and the needs that they have in order to be really highly successful in their roles, it's a positive overall. And it really comes down to that team effort. Well, it's really interesting, isn't it, that pressure, workforce pressures can compel people to do new things, different things, and form new teams, as you've just described. So now let's get a little bit further into this. Why was there a need to rethink Loretto's human resources approach? Can you walk me through how it evolved from a concept to where you guys are today? Sure. Healthcare, as we know, it's always a challenging environment from a workforce perspective. Prior to the pandemic, We've all experienced shortages and impacts that are challenging. And then when we layered on the complexities that came at us during the pandemic, that only heightened the need to be really creative and innovative and to look at the way in which we engage with our workforce. And that relates to 
experience and retention, so many aspects that are important to take new and creative approaches to. So it was important for us. And again, I I touched on it before. It's important for us to focus on all of those expectations that exist in human resources, the deliverables that need to be there to support employees and the organization, but to also be really forward thinking and creative about what does the workforce look like today? The pandemic had an incredible impact on people and organizations, changed the way that many people viewed their work, their want to work, especially in the healthcare industry. So we really needed to align with that and to really better understand it. Do that through understanding research, uh, what is the evidence-based information out there tell us, but also really importantly, what are our employees telling us? And that I go back to that team. That team is really dedicated to understanding the things that we need to do to invest in our people, to help grow them and develop them, and also to build on our culture, because that's another aspect of this. It's about culture building, but doing it collaboratively with everyone across our organization. Okay, great. Now, I don't want to freak you out, but I want to riff here a little bit on the name, though, too, because I think it's really cool, frankly. Uh, Human resources can mean one thing. There's a good reason. But when I read it again, learning, development, and employee experience department, that really makes it explicit. Did that name come from a specific place or was this just kind of brainstorming as far as you know? So our department is human resources, learning, development, and employee experience, and the employee experience office is an entity within the human resources department. It's an extremely important one. And it's one that we are investing a lot of energy and resources into. But it's one part and one integral part of our human resources function that serves the entire organization. Okay, I've got it. And it's very explicit. Like I said, I I love the detail. Usually a journalist will try to crunch things down and make it shorter, but you have to be clear, right? And it seems to be clear the benefit for the employee on that. Now, moving on, let's go to this bigger picture we've talked about a little bit. Nonprofit and public nursing home providers really face staffing challenges like a lot of long-term care providers. And a lot of employees we know have left the healthcare industry post-COVID and others have chose to work in retail, food service, where sometimes similar wages are offered. How has Loretto addressed this labor challenge in terms of recruiting and retaining employees? And what value does Loretto offer that employers like Amazon and McDonald's don't? You know, Loretto takes very seriously the challenges that our workforce experiences. And like we've talked about already, really digs into an understanding around that. So I think the things that we do are to stay very aligned with that understanding. We have something very unique. We have employee coaches within our organization. So they're part of this department that we're talking about, employee experience and learning and development. They're available to our employees every single day. They're interacting with our employees every day. They're able to really understand what are the challenges, not only professionally, but personally too, that our workforce is encountering and experiencing. And that helps us to identify what opportunities and gaps do we have? Are we seeing patterns and trends? And that really gives insight to us as well as to what types of programs we need to bring forward. And some examples of those things that I think differentiate us are the fact that 
we have career path development here. We have real career paths for people, both on the clinical and the leadership side. We have an edge, we call it an edge program, which it's a leadership academy. So it focuses on really bringing solid education and assistance to our leaders across our organization. We also are in development of a supervisory boot camp. So our new leaders coming through the organization, providing support to them. That also aligns with many of our clinical pathways that we have. We have certifications for team members in memory care and food services. So those are great offerings to really help people develop their careers and invest in them. Then we also have other things that we bring forward from some of those things that we learn through our coaching, such as we've got a great diaper program here where we provide free diapers. It's a need that's been identified and it's, it's a great service that we're able to be able to bring forward. We have wellness programs. We focus on mental health and community partners that help us to do that. So just bringing the whole wide range of services forward for our employees and really investing in their well-being, investing in their success. And again, I say both on the professional side, but we know when they're happy and supported and their well-being is considered at work, that helps them on the, the personal side as well. Outstanding. I really like that coaching concept too. That's something I think a lot of people can relate to. Now, as the chief people officer of the new learning development and employee experience department, what's on your list of priorities in terms of employee recruitment and support? And how do you feel that this new type of approach to human resources is uniquely poised to take on, oh, the typical long-term care challenges? So there's many things on my list, of course, that are important. When I'm looking at how are we really prioritizing things, we've talked about it quite a bit here already. You know, top of mind is really ensuring that we have a good understanding what the challenges are for our workforce, that we are collaborating and working really well with our workforce so that we can ensure that we continue to invest in them and bring opportunities for career growth and development that makes sense to them forward, as well as different programs that help to remove obstacles out of their way so that they can be successful in their role. You also talk about recruitment and you know retainment and those very important things that are essential for us. So also top of mind for me is to ensure that we're continuing to streamline our processes. And when I talk about employee experience, I really, it's across the board. It's from the moments we start engaging with people that will be potential new employees, new family members for us here at Loretto. We want to ensure that their experience is a positive one and that we're supporting them all throughout the process. Some examples of that are that Loretto's already been engaged in are you know, really drilling down the amount of time it takes to get people through our recruiting and our onboarding process so that they can get to work more quickly. We've had some significant reductions in that time frame, which translates to better experiences. And our new employee orientation that was recently refined, redeveloped, and it's been really, really well received by new employees. That's another way in which we invest in them, help them to understand 
things that they'll be encountering as new employees in the organization. And again, it's really just all through the process, investing and understanding what the things are that are going to make a difference to our new employees and our existing employees. So those are the things that we're really dissecting and and digging into so that we can better understand them and refine or enhance things that are already in place and make them better or adding things that are really bringing value to our employees and our organization. And then ultimately the community, because we know when our employees are more engaged and invested, they feel respected and valued and they are respected and valued that we do better as an organization. They do better as employees and our community just benefits from that. Sure. And word of mouth and feeling of family throughout and extending out. I think that's a great goal and really what a lot of employers, if you will, providers want to do. Now, I think you might have hinted at it already. I was going to ask you, how do you know when this new concept is a good thing or has worked or, you know, hey, we're on the right track if you haven't already seen it? Yeah. So we're surveying our employees. We're also having one-on-one conversations. I talked about our employee coaching program. So I'll just use that as an example. When we start off in new employee orientation, for example, that's the first day that a new employee is on site with us. Our employee coach comes and spends time with that group, introduces themselves and talks about the different types of support that are offered and that will be offered to them throughout their entire employment. We get so much positive feedback just from that aspect of the program alone, not to mention all the other pieces that we've talked a little bit about today. So again, it always goes back to really having a good understanding of what makes sense for our employees, what brings value to them, where does the real support systems, where do they lie with them? And we're continually assessing that directly with them so that we can understand that. So again, we continue doing the things that are well-received and make sense. We want to keep doing the things that are positive and add value and that we either make changes to existing things or we add on additional things that we may not be doing that will make sense to our employees. That's great. Open lines communication. And I can tell from your voice that you've probably seen the smiles and you've had the validation on that already. And that's got to feel good on that. Now, I know listeners out there are going to be thinking, okay, boy, they put a lot of thought in this. I was wondering, what would you say to another, a peer provider out there anywhere in the country, actually? Is this something that they can replicate? What words of wisdom might you have for them if they're interested in trying to do something like this? Yeah, absolutely. My immediate suggestions are to think about great collaboration. So it's really a partnership. It's a partnership within the organization where everyone's voice matters. So when you think about it in terms of, you know, a lot of decisions are made around a table, for example, you have to have everyone around the table. The voices need to be there. So it's extremely important to make sure that you're interacting with your workforce and employees that you're asking the right questions and that you're really listening so that you have a great understanding of what are those really positive things that are happening in your organization so you continue to do them and build upon them and where are the gaps and the opportunities so that you can start to focus on and 
ultimately be actionable about and implement things that are going to make a difference for your workforce. Well, there you have it, folks. An inside look at truly an innovative approach to employee relations and long-term care in related sectors. It's just a fascinating way to try to improve your operations. And we're glad that you've been able to stop by and talk to us about it, Nancy. I've been speaking with Nancy Williams, the Chief People Officer at Loretto. Thanks again, Nancy. And we'd like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the McKnight's Newsmaker Podcast Series wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jim Berkling wishing you good health, even greater employee relations in the future, and outstanding days ahead. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit mcknights.com.